It's time to arise. It's time to be seen. It's time to be heard. It's time to be you. Welcome to Arise, the podcast. The go-to motivational podcast for female business owners who know that they are made for more. Every single week, you will get actionable steps and inspirational speeches that help you step into the best version of yourself. It's time to learn to stand up, learn to break through, learn to show up, and most importantly, learn how to step into your higher self every single day. And your host, Beck, I'm with you every step of the way. The world is waiting for you. It's time to arise. Hello, gorgeous people. Welcome back to Arise, the podcast. Now, this is part two of your habit changing podcast. How did you get on with the journal prompts? How are you feeling after you tracked your habits? And if you are sitting here listening to this thinking, Beck, what the hell are you on about? Then what I want you to do is I want you to go back to the podcast that is called Are Your Habits Holding You Back? Part One and listen to that before you listen to this because this is the next step on to really starting to solidify those brand new higher self habits that are really going to work in your favor. So for those who have listened, how did you get on? How did you feel from tracking those habits? Was it an eye opener? It definitely was when I did this before. I used to have um, a little a little um, notepad on my desk and I would track what was going on, you know, what habits I was doing, what I don't want to do anymore, and then use those journal prompts. How did you get on with the journal prompts? And again, I'd always love to know. So please send me D- send me a DM is what I was trying to say then. Send me a DM, send me an email. Everything is in the show notes for, to contact me because I'd love to know how, how you got on and actually what's happening after this podcast today. So I wanted to obviously make this very actionable. I love actionable tasks. I love setting you things to do. I love homework. Um, But really, what do we do next? So we're very aware of the habits that we don't want. We're very aware of the habits that we want to keep. Now, what do we do with the ones that we don't want? So with the journaling prompts that you did, you will have seen that you decided which one is your worst habit. And maybe we start there. Or maybe we start a little bit smaller because the first thing I want to talk about today is actually starting with very small adjustments. Now, the best thing for the subconscious mind is not to go full out, all out, all in. Um, It's to do it in really small steps, go slow to go fast. And I am a massive fan of taking small steps because actually the compounded small steps creates massive action without you actually having to change much in your life. And you start to realize that, you know, those tiny, tiny steps can really have such massive effects on your day-to-day, your day-to-day habits. So once you've decided which habit you wanted to change, and that is one of my points today is to actually um, focus one at a time, which I will talk about. That's my step seven 
but we're getting there. We're on step one at the moment, um, is to really start with small adjustments. Now, what we want to do is we want to set ourselves up for success. It's something that I talk about all the time. You know, if you want to go to a gym class in the morning, set out your gym stuff in the morning, uh, the night before. So you, it's there, it's ready. You know what class you're doing, you know what's going on. So you really set yourself up for success. So with these small adjustments, what does that look like? So for me, let's have a look at my health because that was a really big habit that I needed to change um, from the end of last year. So there was a couple of things that I put in place for this to happen. Now, the first one, because the eating habits that I had were actually quite mammoth. I got myself into such a a horrible habit of eating really badly. So I knew that my love for exercise has always been there. Yes, I didn't tap into it a lot last year, but you know, a lot of people know me for my exercise back at home. It was something that I did religiously and can probably get back into the habit quite easily. So the first thing is, the first thing I did was actually hire a PT. Now, this doesn't have to be something involving money for you to change your habits, but I knew that that was going to keep me accountable. Every Tuesday, every Thursday, I knew that I had to be at the gym for 7.30 because my PT was waiting for me. I'd booked it in, I'd paid, and he was there, he was ready, and he was calling out my BS if I wasn't. That was the very first change that I made, a very small change that I made, and something that really started to empower me to then start to change the other bits of the habit around it. So then I spoke to him about my food and we said, okay, let's do this in small steps. We want to really chunk this down. So I started just writing down what I was eating, not necessarily changing what I was eating, but just writing down what I was eating. And that way I became more aware. So these really small steps have now allowed me to go on, one, lose some weight, two, feel so much better about myself, um, as in health and energy in the business as well. But actually it's done it, I've done it in such a way that it wasn't like one day I was eating 700 McDonald's, which I never got that far, but yeah, this is an example. One day I was eating all the McDonald's, Chinese and Indian, and then the next day I was eating kale and going to the gym four times a day. Because going from one extreme to another, the subconscious mind goes, hang on a minute, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tap out here, I don't wanna know. So I really want you to start with small adjustments. The habit that you've chosen to change. So that might be the habit of tap, you know, always um, not believing in yourself. What could that be? Could it be a mantra that you start to say? Could it be that you listen to a hypnosis track or a mantra track? Both of which I can, um, <laughs> I can make for you. No, um, you know, what is that sort of thing that you can really start to tap into that is a really small change that's not gonna feel too far away? Now, when I work with my clients, I make them do three actionable steps at the end of each session. And I say to them, these actionable steps need to be as easy as you having a shower as easy as you making a cup of tea. Because we want the subconscious mind to come with us on this journey. We don't want the resistance there. So actually by making the steps nice and easy, and the more we say how easily and effortlessly they are, the more the subconscious mind goes, oh, wow, yeah, easy, 
so easy. We really need to tap into that language. So it's not like, oh my God, this is going to be so hard to change this habit. No, it's going to be so goddamn easy to change this habit. Number two, self-discipline. This is a really big word for me because I think it ties very nicely into self-respect. And I see a lot of people not respecting themselves as much as they respect other people. Now, this could be with the horrible things they say to themselves, whether that's in front of the mirror, in your mind, whatever's going on. It could be that saying that you're gonna do something and then you don't do it, promising yourself that you're gonna do something and you don't do it. All these things are a lack of respect of yourself. And I know it sounds hard to hear that, I'm sorry, but that is something that I had to have a very quiet, (laughs) a very stern word, not even a quiet word, a very stern word with myself because it is discipline, but actually the discipline comes from respecting yourself. If someone else asked you to do something, you would probably do it. So let's start respecting ourselves as much as we respect other people, our friends, our family, our colleagues, whoever that is. Really start to commit to the decision that you've made. And whether you put that new habit on your screensaver on your phone, you do 10 alarms a day, you have it on the fridge, you have it on a post-it note in your car, whatever makes you remind yourself that that's what you're working towards, put it in as a visual cue. So you don't have the option to disrespect yourself and not do the things that you promised you were gonna do. Number three. So number three, I want to talk about triggers. Now, triggers is a massive thing I work through with my clients because actually, once we know what the trigger is that takes us towards that certain behavior, we can stop the trigger. Um, and I do a lot of work with NLP and um, we I use hypnosis to really stop those triggers. But actually, you can do this... Um, at a very surface level by yourself. So if you know the trigger of self-doubt happens by you scrolling on Instagram, guess what? Stop scrolling on Instagram. (laughs) Stop the trigger. If you know that the habit is eating the chocolate biscuits at 9 p.m. at night, stop buying the freaking chocolate biscuits. Remove the trigger from your life. It is as simple as that. If they're not there, do you eat them? No, you don't. So remove them. I'm getting all uh, on my soapbox here. I'll step back off. But really try and have a look at the triggers. So once you've identified what ho- what, what hobbit, <laughs> oh, God, what habit you want to remove and you've started those small adjustments, you've made the, you know, you've you've made your pledge of allegiance to stick to it and that self-discipline, really start to identify the triggers so you can start to remove that too. So if you know that the habit that you want to get rid of is to stop scrolling on your phone in the morning, remove the phone from your bedroom. It's as simple as that. If you remove the trigger, you ain't going to do it. It will be a lot easier. <laughs> you know, it's that really is that simple. And some some of the work that I do with my clients, they go, really? That It's that simple? And I'm like, yeah, it's that simple sometimes. But we make this massive mountain um, out of a molehill and it really can be just that one small change. 
Number four today, celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. And I don't mean to pop the champagne and have some party poppers and a dance every time that you don't do the the old habit, but I want you to be very aware that you aren't doing it anymore and really congratulate yourself. Be like, hey, Beck, you made it to the gym four times this week. That is bloody epic. You know, that's what I'm celebrating this week. Now, it has took me from January to March for me to work out four times. Now, I used to work out at least six or seven times before I moved to Australia. I then stopped. So from pretty much about October of last year, I've been going twice a week. This week, I was like, you know what? I think I'm ready to bump that up and do four. I've done it in small steps and it felt really good. So I'm celebrating that this week. So start to celebrate when you do see those changes happening, when you have done it. If you've done it as a, you know, that there is habit tracker apps that you can get where you can tick off, you know, you can tick off the days that you've done it. I'll pop one of them in the show notes that I used to use and a couple of my clients use. So really start to celebrate those small wins because the more we celebrate, the more the subconscious mind goes, oh my God, she's done it and she's celebrated. Let's do that some more. Woohoo! So we need to celebrate with with the things that we're doing, the things that we're achieving, and we probably don't do that enough. Number five, really try and build it into your routine. So there's something called habit stacking, um, which is from Atomic Habits, um, the book. I'll put the show note, I'll put the link in the show notes. Incredible book. If you get around to reading it, I would highly, highly recommend. Um, But he talks about habit stacking. And what that is, is it's stacking a habit onto another, onto a habit that you already have. So say for instance, brushing your teeth. That's a habit that you do every single day. You would stack another habit that you want to bring in or that you're changing. So it might be um, you want to you want to stop scrolling on your phone and you want to meditate instead. So maybe you do meditation (laughs) whilst brushing your teeth. Probably wouldn't be meditation. Let's do um, um, mindfulness. So you could do mindfulness while you're brushing your teeth. You start to really stack those habits on top of each other. One of the things for me is that I always, always have a dance in the kitchen while making my smoothie. I know that sounds like a weird habit, but actually I know music really changes my physiology. So I like to do that every day. So I know when I go in the kitchen, I say, hey Google, play some music, I make my smoothie. And I've done two habits stacked on each other. I've danced and I've made a smoothie. So what can you start stacking that's really going to make this the easiest? way and the easiest process. Remember the subconscious mind wants the path of least resistance. So we really need to make these new changes the path of least resistance. As much as you can put in place for you to succeed, the better. And this is what I love about mindset work is actually there's a lot of you or a lot of, you know, a lot of people out there that always look at the worst things, you know, what if it goes wrong? What if this happens? What if that happens? But actually, if we start looking at what went right and what could happen and all the exciting things that could happen, we can really start to shift that resistance and find the path of least resistance that way instead. So I want you to really think about how you can set yourself up for success when we really look at these habit changes. Step number six is I actually want you to give yourself grace. 
when we're changing these things, we're changing neural pathways that you might have been doing for 15 plus years. You might have been doing for 50 plus years. You know, these are ingrained subconscious behaviors. So they are not going to change overnight, I'm sorry to say. But the more you do them, the more they become a new subconscious habit. And then you get to create that neural pathway and make that pathway strong. So actually give yourself grace. If you fall back into that old habit once, don't throw the towel in and say, that's it, I give up, I'm a failure. Go, oh, okay, it happened once, but I know what happened. So I'm gonna change that for the next time and I won't let it happen again. Let's get back on the bus. It's like when you start a diet on Monday and you end up eating loads of sweets on Monday night and you go, oh, forget it. I'll just start next Monday now. But actually what you've done is wasted Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, six full days where you could have actually just been eating healthy and you threw them away to start the Monday after? Uh-uh, no, no. Let's not do that. So give yourself grace, listen in and actually go, you know what? Yes, it's fine. I fell back into that habit, but what can I do to not let that happen again? The more that we rectify these, the more the subconscious mind goes, oh, right, okay, we don't do that anymore. We don't do that anymore. Yeah, okay, she keeps telling, yep, yeah, okay, got it. So really give yourself grace on this. Take your time go slow to go fast. And the last one that I want to talk about today is focusing at one at a time. And this is what I said right at the beginning. Rome was not built in a day. And I have to remind myself of that every single day because I want everything to happen, you know, 10 minutes ago. That's my personality. And probably just a story that I'm telling myself, actually, I'm going to call myself out there. But do one at a time, do it for a week, do it for two weeks, do it for three weeks. You know, it takes a long time for a habit to become in three or four weeks. You want to, you want to really be testing the waters and get that habit solidified, then add or subtract the next one. Focus one at a time. We do not want to get into overwhelm. Remember the path of least resistance. It's so, so important. So, If you need to go back on any of these, either re-listen to the podcast or check the show notes where everything is noted down for you and really start to tap into those higher self habits. What do they look like? Who is she when she does them? And how can you really start to embody that today? I really hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Now, next uh, next week's Thursday podcast is going to be a very juicy, juicy interview. So it's not going to be a solo show from me. I'm going to have another beautiful female entrepreneur with me. I'm going to keep it a secret until next week, actually. I know exactly who she is, um, but I'm really excited and we really do dive into some of the BS that's going on in the entrepreneur space at the moment. Um, And there's some real great actionable steps from you to take away from that podcast as well. So keep your eyes open for that. And I will see you and your amazing higher self habits next week. Bye. Your love and support means the world to me. So if you have enjoyed this podcast episode today, please share, review, and rate the podcast. Those tiny little acts of kindness go such a long way for the podcast and always allows more amazing women to hear it. If we're not connected, head over to the show notes and you can come and join in the community. I'd love to see you there.